As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, and Andrew. Yes, thank you guys very much. If you would like to join them and become part of our Patreon family, head on over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and click on the Become a Patron button. It's right there on the left side of the screen. You can't miss it. Uh, you can also look for us on Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash Disney Assembled. Membership starts as little as $2 a month. And for that, you get access to all the exclusive member-only content that we have posted there. However, if you are like us and you want as much Disney magic in your day as possible, you should check out Magic of the Mouse Radio. Magic of the Mouse Radio is the best internet radio station for all your Disney music that you want 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Check out Magic Mouse Radio at magicmouseradio.com or there's a link to it on our website, disneyassembled.com. You can hear this show on Magic Mouse Radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the Magic of the Mouse radio family, I am so proud and excited to be a part of the Magic of the Mouse news family. MagicofTheMouseNews.com has articles for anything and everything Disney related that you might want to read. So make sure you go check it out. MagicofTheMouseNews.com. Yes, you should do that. And uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate that very much. Thank you. All right. Yes. So far, we have walked through a few, three of the four parks in Florida, and we have provided our guide our right epic our, our, insight our epic insights insights for the ride crusher and vibe chasers who are there at rope drop we have one park left to go yes disney's hollywood studios so you can guess and what we're doing today yeah we're going to do that today we're going to wrap up yeah. our series on the vibe uh, chaser and ride crushers guide to rope dropping and we're going to do disney's hollywood studios today which ought to be a lot of fun because hollywood studios as we mentioned in last week's episode is becoming it's really rising to the ranks of our favorite parks favorite to visit. Parks, yeah, there. for yeah. sure. Yeah, lots of good stuff there. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what we come up with because you're going to take the ride crushing and I'm going to take the vibe chasing like we always do. Yep. And we'll see what we come up with. We don't talk about this ahead of time. Right? No, so we'll be, not at all. So we'll be hearing each other's thoughts for the very first time as we get into that. So yeah, there we go. We're going to do that today. That's today's main topic yeah. of the week. Um, I don't know of any Disney news per Moana se. Moana Journey of Water opened. Okay, well, it's open for like previews, right? Right, right, previews. right. Um, I'm seeing that it's really beautiful and that people are having a good time and that I, I, I saw someone on TikTok that I don't know if 
they said it was like, I'm not sure if it's just because the walls are finally down or um, if this attraction is just very good, but it, it feels very much like old Epcot, Epcot that cool. has sort of died off. So I'm, I'm reading that it, although it's not the most exciting attraction, it's very cool. And the Imagineering that has gone into it has, is impressive and it's, it's pretty. It's visually very pretty. So I am looking forward to visiting again someday and going through that and checking it out. I do think it's going to be lots of fun. I, you know, I, I know people like to you know, speculate and so forth. I, I look at all these things as opportunities to make your visit to those parks even better. And I think they've put a lot of time and energy and investment into this. I think it ought to be really neat. I'm, I'm looking forward to it when it's open. I haven't, I've been trying to avoid some spoilers Yeah, I've seen a couple of videos here and there, but I, Hey, I think it's fine. I don't know. I, I mean, I some people will argue that maybe it shouldn't be in that park. It should be an animal kingdom. I just, it, to me, I don't care. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I really don't care. I think that is a, a weird debate to be having. Well, like it's, yeah. it's already planted itself in Epcot. Stop complaining. Right. So, you know, it's not going to up and move. And there's an so. entrance and an exit. So the, you, there is a, there will be a queue to go through, even though it's a walkthrough. And it doesn't take up an enormous amount of space. It's not like it's, you know, right. The center of Epcot. Right. It's not like, it's okay. I wonder how many people are going to, you know, because uh, you and I talked about this, like just for fun, as you're walking through like uh Hey, hey, look at that. Because, you know, hey, hey, from the movie. Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, over here. And the the yeah. statue, I guess, of Tafiti is very pretty. I bet it very looks impressive. really impressive. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it someday. I don't I know wonder, when we're going back. but What we'll, I don't understand isn't why Moana Journey of Water is in Epcot versus Animal Kingdom, but it's more along the lines of, okay, so now she has this official attraction in Epcot. Why is her meet and greet in Animal Kingdom and not at Epcot at her attraction? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I think the whole idea is that it's sort of an edutainment type of an attraction, which fits into the Epcot, like sort of right. the original Epcot feel. And they just happen to use a very popular IP character to right. help tell the story. And yeah, but I think so like forth. because that IP is present, I don't see why you don't like why you wouldn't meet Moana with Tafiti in the background. Does that make sense? Like yeah. why her her meet and greet station isn't outside of her attraction. Well, we'll have to That's wait weird. See. That would be like if like that would be like if um wait. Yeah, that'd be like if you could meet the hitchhiking ghosts in Hollywood Studios. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's a little weird. But I also think the putting Tower Moana of Terror is supposed to be haunted. Yeah, I think putting Moana in Animal Kingdom is a way to get people to go to Animal Kingdom. I think I do, that's part of it. I wouldn't be surprised if there is some Moana meet and greets there scattered in Epcot in. eventually. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to that. We yeah, spent a lot of time too. on that, but I think it's kind of cool that it's getting ready to open, should be opening to the general public, I don't know, relatively soon, probably yeah. about another month or so. So yeah. yeah really quickly, know. what are we thinking of Ahsoka now that we're on episode three? So we'll dive into this more on our Patreon exclusive right. episode. Which we, which we have to record. Yeah. I was thinking about that actually. So general thoughts on Ahsoka. I thought, Episode three was more action packed. It had some space battles. It had some more Ahsoka action in it, which I appreciated because I thought the first two episodes, I think I gave it what? 3.75 stars, right? From last week. 
I thought a lot of it was the, the pacing was a little off and the dialogue. I think the dialogue pacing is still a little bit off. Yeah, it's like an but editing. I noticed it in the third episode and it feels like an editing problem, not an acting problem. Yeah, I mean, they could cut the scene between lines a little right. quicker. It's and the it would, cut scene that's taking so long. Right. Some of the conversations just don't seem to be flowing like normal conversations, I guess is my point. It's right. like it's a line and I say my line and you say your line. So, right. yeah, uh, but I thought it was fine. I think it's. I thought it was a good episode and I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. I, mean, I thought the third I, yeah. episode contributed absolutely nothing to the plot, but it gave us action, which whatever. Well, I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of action scenes because I feel like at a certain point they just like pad the runtime of the show. Um, and it's like, okay, I'm committing an hour to watching this episode. I want to see what happens in the episode. I don't want to like at a certain point, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like they're fighting, they're having a space battle, like move on. Right. Um, but yeah. I'm yeah. excited for more. Yeah, Love I am too. I'm looking forward to the next episode, which comes out on Tuesday. We're recording this episode on Sunday. Tomorrow's Labor Day in the United States. How, do they celebrate Labor Day everywhere? Just I don't think so. I, don't I think know. it's a national holiday. Yeah. So, yeah. Tuesday, new I episode think, comes out. Is Labor Day a Bush thing? Did that exist before Bush? Yeah, it's been around for a while. That sounds like something like in the it's been around for a while. realm of things that Bush put through office. It, uh, seemed, it seems like something that would uh, fit. It's been around for a long time. So, I don't know. Yep. Okay. All right, Ahsoka, good stuff. Any more? Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. All right. We're going to get ready for our main topic, but you know what we have to do first? Say it. The Disney Dad Joke of the Week. That is right. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week. Oh, boy. Mimi. Yes. Did I ever no. tell you about the time when I was little, when my parents took us to Disney World? They used to... You used to have like Dumbo balloons. Did I tell you about the Dumbo balloons? Mm -mm. So we had the Dumbo balloons and we drove our car that time, right? We, we were driving, we parked in the parking lot and we got to the car on the way out, had my Dumbo balloon and it just, it wouldn't fit in the back seat of the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had to pop the trunk. Get it? Okay. Yes. It's a Dumbo balloon. Yes. Because he's like an elephant. Yes. That was and funny. It didn't fit, so I had to pop the trunk. Yes. Yeah. So yes. There you go. It was gotten. That, that is this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the show, if you have a Disney Dad Joke that we may not have used already and it's appropriate for the show, or maybe you don't know if it's appropriate for the show, if you'd like us to consider using it, it's very simple. Send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on any of our social networks that we belong to, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, X, X, Twitter. I'm just going to keep saying Twitter. All at Disney Assemble. Yes. If you're not following us on TikTok, you do that. We put out a couple of TikToks this week. They've gotten pretty good number of views. Lots of fun. Good TikTok stuff there. Yes. Different from the show stuff. All right. Mimi, main topic good week. We are going to give the rope drop guide to Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Ride Crushers and the Vibe Chasers. What should they do at Rope Drop? Now, at this point in this series, if you've been listening, you should know what rope dropping means. However, would you like to explain briefly to anyone who's listening who may not understand what rope drop means, what that term refers to? Rope drop is just getting to the park when it opens, when they drop the rope and everyone's free to run wild. Right. So they let you in the park early. There's a rope literally blocking you from going to the attractions. They lower the rope. You go to the attractions, right? So yeah. it's like right the first when the people park in the park. Opens, right. yeah. And this guide is 
for ride crushers. Ride crushers are people who want to do as much as many attractions as possible. Trying to get as many rides in as possible during the day. And I will be talking about the vibe chasers, those vibe chasers, the people who just love the environment, the atmosphere, the ambiance, just being there brings them a great deal of joy. Right. right? They they can ride rides too, but the main thing is just to be there and be present in the park. Right. Right. Okay. Go for it. You're going to start us off. We're rope dropping. Hollywood Studios. You're ride crushing. What should a ride crusher do at rope drop to get the most out of their day? Yeah. So a ride crusher should, I'm going to hone in specifically on the first ride that you're going to do. And then I'm going to be more generic, I think, for the rest of of the day. So you are going to get to Hollywood Studios literally as early as you possibly can. Um, With other parks, I think it's okay to like maybe miss the first bus and like get there like you know, five or 10 minutes before the park opens. Like, no, with Hollywood Studios specifically, I need you to get to the park literally as early as you possibly can. You want to be as close to those check-in kiosks, to the Magic Band scanners as you possibly can. Um, So they're going to drop the rope. They're going to let you in. And you're going to make a beeline straight for Galaxy Set, straight for Rise of the Resistance. And I know I, I know that you know that I was going to say that, but let me give you my tips. So a lot of people will enter Hollywood Studios and then instead of going um, close, so the the way to get into Galaxy's Edge the fastest, from my personal experience, having done it three times, is to go through the ABC, like... The commissary Commissary, yeah. yeah. I kept wanting to say, like, rotunda, like, that's not right. But, like, the, the commissary ABC, like, um, like, across in the Muppets. Like, this is how you... Like, other people are going to want to... Um, veer off the second you get off of um like you get parallel to sunset boulevard people tend to veer off that way but that is not that's not physics physics is fastest way straight line the you straight want to head is, straight towards the chinese theater right, where Mickey the and Minnie's straightest is. way the fastest way to get there is to go straight towards the chinese theater and then veer off left as like as late as you possibly can and then you're gonna come out of the abc commissary kind of where sci-fi dining is um sci-fi drive-in is and then you're gonna make you know that straight shot for Galaxy's Edge. This will also put you on the side of Galaxy's Edge that is, you know, opens onto Rise of the Resistance. Um, and then you're going to go ahead and get at that line. There there will be a copious amount of people already there, I promise. But that queue is literally massive. You will probably walk through the majority of it before you actually, like, get to a stopping point. Um, I can also tell you that because the queue is so long, like, we... we Rope dropped Hollywood Studios and we were 10 minutes early and we were pretty far back in that line and we were still able to essentially walk on Rise of the Resistance. So don't stress out too much, but you are going to want to be as close as early as you possibly can. Um, Rise of the Resistance really is the big ticket item because of how often it shuts down and how long that wait time is. So the other attractions in Hollywood Studios um, that shut down are going to be Mickey and Minnie's, I think, for the most part. But Mickey and Minnie's doesn't have as long of a wait time typically as Rise of the Resistance does, which is why you're going to want to pick Rise of the Resistance over Mickey and Minnie's or Slinky Dog to rope drop. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have too much else to say about Rise of the Resistance. Just get there as early as you can and then do not veer off left until you absolutely have to. Speed walking is always okay. Walk around the person who's going slow. No one will feel bad. Um, yeah, I'm I'm usually the one that speeds ahead and then the rest of you catch up. And then all of a sudden I'm at the end of the queue line for Rise of the Resistance and I'm like about to get into a boarding group. And I'm like, wait, I need my family. You guys can go ahead. Like, I mean, I'm just standing there waiting for you guys. So 
Rise of Resistance, Rise of the Resistance is the number one thing you're going to want to do first as a ride crusher, um, just because of how long that line can get and um, how often it shuts down. Um, really, that's the reason, because even if you do get a genie or lightning lane or whatever it's called now, um, there's still no guarantee that the ride's even going to be open when it's your time slot because it shuts down like literally like 9,000 times a day. Yeah, it's down about an hour or two a day. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after rise, you're going to, you're going to hop off rise and you're actually going to leave galaxy's edge. And I know it's going to seem really inconvenient to do it this way, but, um, you're going to want to go over to slinky dog dash. So you're going to walk all the way through galaxy's edge to just, um, enter right into Andy's backyard. And then you're going to head over to slinky dog dash. Um, why are you not doing Mickey minis next Irene? Well, let me tell you the slinky dog dash queue line is awful. It is hot. There are screaming children. There are fans, but they don't work that well. And although it is my favorite queue to wait in personally, like I literally live, breathe and die by the Slinky Dog Dash queue. I think it's adorable. I think there are so many things to look at. Um, it just gets so unbearably hot um, that you're going to want to get it out of the way as fast as you can. By the time you get off rise, there will probably be a line, but that's okay. Don't fret. Um, and then after that, you're going to hit Mickey and Minnie's and um, the Mickey and Minnie's line probably shouldn't be too long, but it's also majority indoors. So that checks like one box off your list. So from this point, you have crushed the three like most popular rides in Hollywood Studios. Um, even Tower of Terror doesn't get um, a queue line like these three do. Um, so from there, I think you're essentially free to do whatever you want after this. The way that I would maximize my time is to go back into Andy's backyard and do... Um, Toy Story Mania, um, because Toy Story Mania's line starts getting long around nine o'clock. Assuming road drop is at 7.30, that line doesn't really get long till nine. So you have some like leeway there, um, but it does get long. But like I said, much like the Slinky Dog Dash queue, it, there's so much to do, so much to look at in that queue that it's worth waiting in. Um, so I'm going to go into Andy's backyard, finish up things over there. Then head over to Galaxy's Edge, maybe clean up some things, fix some things that I want to do over there. Um, Smuggler's Run, build a lightsaber, just explore the area. Um, and then after that, I personally would get back in line for Mickey and Minnie's. I would not. Um, well, that's not true. I would leave Galaxy's Edge outside the Rise of Resistance side, do Muppets and um, Star Tours, and then I would get back in line for Mickey and Minnie's. But at that point, you're free to do whatever you want. Go back um, or head down Sunset Boulevard towards... Tower of Terror, maybe do like McQueen's Racing Academy. Um, but yeah, really like the main thing to being a ride crusher at Hollywood Studios is doing Rise first and then Slinky Dog and then Mickey and Minnie's because those are the order. Um, I think that's like the order of, when you factor in queue line, wait time and um, like essentially like um, user friendliness slash efficiency. That's the order mm -hmm. of those things. So mm -hmm. That's it. That's what I've right. So there's, I mean, and it kind of depends on what kind of ride you want to crush. If you have a family or if you've got, if you're a thrill ride family, I mean, the big attractions there are going to be Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, which are on. Oh, I forgot about Rock and Roller Coaster. Boulevard, right? Rock and Roller Coaster has <laughs> been closed every single time we've been in Hollywood Studios. So it's not even a real ride in my head. So, but those two are in one part of the park that you can hit both of them if you're over there on that side of the park. Right. right. But you have to make it your way over there. But like your, your advice would be, I mean, there's there, I think there are two rides. If you're going to ride crush, there are two you have to do first. 
either you have to do get, rise in resistance first and hope that it's not shut down to start the day. Because remember, we we went that one it has time been shut down at the start of the that day. You and I went and we rope dropped it. And we went all the way over there and it was down, like it wasn't working. And we went all the way over there to ride crush. And there was a there was, was a fake line that literally stretched through all of Galaxy's Edge because they didn't open the queue. So you you can make that idea. The other ride is is Slinky Dog, like, and we've done that too. We will drop Slinky Dog, yeah. right? So I think the one you have to pick one of those two. Some people would tell you Slinky Dog do that first, and then maybe do a Genie Lightning Lane pass for Rise. See, my or, problem with that is that there's no guarantee that Rise is going to be working, and nine times out of ten, Rise will be working when you get there at rope drop, which is why like that, that to me, with the exception of that one alien time is the only time to do rise of resistance. And we're telling you this advice. We do not use lightning lane. Yeah, like we don't do the genie true. plus and lightning lane. We just kind of make it happen. So no, I think that's great advice. If you're trying to crush the rise there, I mean, what are the rides you're going to crush? You're going to crush tower, terror, rock and roller coaster. If you're a thrill seeker rise, Star Tours, Smuggler's Run. Maybe Star Tours, you know, unless you don't like those motion simulators. Maybe Millennium Falcon, Toy Story Mania, and um, Mickey Minis, and right. Slinky Dog, right? My, so, advice, yeah. my advice for all those to do is truly, like, is at least, it's definitely my bias speaking, but there is not a single ride, with the exception of Smuggler's Run, in Hollywood Studios that I would not wait for. There are rides that I find the queues more annoying. There are rides that are less reliable. There are rides that um, get very popular, but there, for the most part, there isn't one that I would not wait for, um, which is why I'm like truly like my list is truly in order of like efficiency per ride. Right. And like you are kind of jumping around back and forth going mm -hmm. from rise to slinky dog to Mickey minis when you, you could do them like, right. you know, thematically like in the order and start with Mickey Minis then do Rise, but right. um, it really comes down to the fact that Rise is not reliable, and I think you're only guaranteed to get on it if you do it first. Cool. So that's right. my take. That's a good guide if you're rope dropping and you're ride crushing. So listen to Mimi. She says Rise first. You could do Toy Story, uh, Slinky Dog first, but Rise first yeah. really should be your first option in your mind. Okay, yeah. good. I've done Slinky Dog first, and by the time we made our way over to rise it it was yeah it was bad so if you're vibe chasing and i'm gonna say this up front i think of all the parks if it takes some more thought to be a vibe chaser at hollywood studios because when you think of hollywood studios i don't i mean the vibes are certainly there but the the, the, the theme of the park has changed over time because when it was you know disney's mgm studios now it's Disney's Hollywood Studios. It started off as an actual place where they made television. They made movies and they don't really do that anymore. So the, the park has changed significantly over the years. And so when you when you think of Hollywood Studios now, you think of these rides. I mean, really, it is a park where you think of these iconic rides or these rides are becoming iconic rides. Millennium Falcon, Star Tours, uh, Mickey and Minnie's. Slinky Dog, Toy Story Mania, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower Terror. There are some significant rides that you need to crush if you're there. However, I'm going to say that if you're a vibe chaser, this is this is a sneaky park to get some great Disney vibe chasing in. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. When you enter the park, I think what I would do, you have two choices to start your day in my mind. You're either going to start in Toy Story Land, 
And if you do that, if you start the vibe in Toy Story Land, I would say it's okay to do an attraction there. I would do the Alien Swirling Saucers. I think that's a fun ride. There's not when I did it with your brother, we did it like three times in a row because there was no one in line to do it. And we just absolutely loved doing that ride. So we did that like three times in a row. So you can you can start your vibe chasing in Toy Story Land, which is a great place to do some vibe chasing because you know, you're one of one of uh, what, what's the kids in Toy Story? One Andy. of Andy's Andy's toys, right? You're one of Andy's toys. The other place you can go if you do some vibe chasing is Galaxy's Edge first thing in the morning. You talked about rope dropping there to do Rise of the Resistance. I would say if you enter through the Toy Story side, let's say you've, you went through Toy Story to start your vibe chasing, you're kind of getting a sense of the day and the, the kinetic energy in uh, Toy Story land. If you enter Galaxy's Edge from that side, I would say, and this is just me, right? This is me, my advice, stop and get a blue milk. I like the blue milk. I know you guys don't care for it very much, mm-hmm. but I would I'd get my blue milk, enjoy the walk around, the sun is coming up, the sounds, the 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 music in Galaxy's Edge, very cool area to be early in the morning, you know, before the crowd gets really, really heavy in there. Um, and I enjoy just kind of hanging out in Galaxy's Edge. It's very immersive and I enjoy that that kind of vibe. Now, the other vibing things, I think, for Hollywood Studios are more in in how you choose to spend your day in terms of what you choose to do. And I know that sounds kind of nonsensical, but hear me out. I like, see, I'm not a big show person, right? And we don't do a lot of the shows at Disney, even though we should do more of them, but Hollywood studios has two, three, four shows and or exhibits that I think are fantastic for the vibe chaser to do. One is the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. I love the Indiana Jones stunt stunt spectacular. I do it every time we go. It's a great vibe for the Hollywood studios because it gives you sort of a behind the scenes look at what it's like to make a movie, which was sort of at the heart of what Disney's Hollywood studios originally was. And so if you want to get that vibe, I would suggest the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular. Check that out. The other is Muppet Vision 3D. You and I talked about Muppet Vision. There's a little area tucked over there where the Muppets sort of own the space, right? Muppets are great for vibing. It's fun. The waiting area before you get into the theater to see the Muppet Vision show is filled with gags. There's lots to see. There's lots of little Easter eggs in there. It's air conditioning. And so I think Muppet Vision 3D is a great thing to do if you're vibe chasing. It's not a ride attraction. It's a show great for vibe chasing. I also think then you and I did this too. There is a Mickey short that plays the vacation. Is it vacation time? Vacation fun. Vacation fun. And you come out of there and you can take those pictures. We posted a picture of us at potato land. That was a great little show in the theater. Great for vibes. Again, it's, it's a Mickey short, right? You gotta love seeing that great vibe. And also you and I, I think maybe it was me and your brother. I can't remember one of us. They have like, uh, the the exhibits for one man's dream, right? The Walt Disney exhibits and you walk to walk through and it's got real archived um, items there, kind of like a museum, but it tells the story of Walt Disney and how he started the company and all that stuff all the way through. And it is a fantastic place for the vibe chaser to hang out because I mean, you get a real sense 
of sort of the history of the Walt Disney Company by going through that exhibit. So I think Hollywood Studios is a low key, fantastic vibe chasing park. If you're willing to you know, walk through Galaxy's Edge, hang out, take in the sights and sounds, be one of the toys in Andy's backyard, which is fantastic. And then check out some of those shows, the Indiana Jones show, Muppet Vision show, the vacation fun short. And even like Sunset Boulevard. Right? And, and I was going to say that, too, because Sunset Boulevard has a whole different vibe in and of itself. It's like a totally different area. There's some places to eat. There's some places to shop. But you can take that walk all around there. And of course, if you want to get a huge vibe, if you're able to do it, Fantasmic at the end of the night when you're there. It's a great Disney vibe sitting through Fantastic. It's a wonderful show. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. So there's lots to do there. If you don't, if you're not worried about just crushing all the ride attractions, if you want to just get a Disney vibe, there's plenty going on in Hollywood Studios that a lot of people sort of forget about that I think is a great place for the vibe chaser. Yeah. All right. I love Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I do too. It's it's fantastic park. And I think it's only improved with the changes that they've made. I know a lot of people miss the, the great movie ride. I remember the great movie ride. I remember doing the backlot tour with the catastrophe Canyon and all that stuff. I think Mickey but, and Minnie's revived Hollywood studios. Mickey and Minnie's is I really in a way that, that yeah. guardians guardians galaxy's edge and Andy's backyard definitely added some like sprucing to it. But I really think that Mickey and Minnie's completely redid Hollywood studios. Yeah, I, completely I, I, brought it back to life. Yeah, and, and I think, like you said, with the addition of Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land, I think it, it has made Hollywood Studios a real go-to park. And it's it's the one you, you know, our family, we usually start our vacation at Hollywood Studios. And last time we were there, we actually ended our vacation at Hollywood Studios. So it's definitely climbing up the list in terms of favorite parks for our family. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Mimi, anything else? I think that does that wrap up our series on the Vibe Chaser and the Ride Crusher's Guide to Rope Dropping Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World. Yeah, we've done all the parks. High five. Ooh, geez, that was really that was loud. a good one. That was really loud. All right, Mimi, fantastic. Great time. How can our friends out there contact us and let us know what they think about the show? Yeah. So you guys can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But if you guys want to support the show further, the link to our T Public, Patreon, buy us a Dole Whip, all that stuff is on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Make sure to go check it out. Yeah, please do that. And if you haven't done so already, please, please uh, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. Just head on over to YouTube.com. We're at Disney Assembled on YouTube. Look for us there. Subscribe to the channel. We got some stuff going there. We always put our episodes up. We've started putting our episodes up there as videos as well. So yeah, check that out. If you haven't done so, we'd really, really appreciate it. However, the best, the best thing you can do if you want to help us create more joy and spread that Disney magic is to share our show with your friends on your own social accounts. And if you haven't had done, haven't had a chance to do so already, we would really appreciate if you just take a moment to please rate and review the show on your podcast player of choice. The highest rating possible is preferred and write a nice review for us. Those things really go a long way in helping other people find the show. And the more of you to do that, the more people enjoy we what we can put out there every week we really appreciate that very very much all right Mimi I think that wraps it up this week we're gonna get started uh, thinking about next week's show here soon but um, oh yeah yeah good job one more high, high five. five 
Boom. I loved it. Love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We hope it brought a smile to your face, a little extra magic to your day, and that all-important sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. Thanks for listening, and until next time, see you real soon. Gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.